my friends and you are my friends and welcome back to the flagship sunday podcast i'm the host the governor the bar is stocked the menu is full we are ready to rock and roll it's of course mother's day so i'd like to start this show by wishing uh, all mothers out there a happy mother's day particularly my own uh, mother who i sadly haven't seen today due to uh, lockdown restrictions etc so happy mother's day mother um thank you for all that you do now that's out of the way. Uh, welcoming my friends, Josh Russell is in the building. Stuart, God, I don't like being soppy to start the show because I, I will, I will cry. I do miss her, George. There was, I'm going to say this: there was a Jeremy Vine pod, uh, show on Friday. This is off the tangent, but anyway, and uh, he was doing a Mother's Day shout out special, and I was doing really well Friday, and then I heard that, and I just wanted to go into a room and cry. I was, it was awful. George, welcome in. Andrew, welcome in. Uh, got Callie. I love Andrew here. He says he's got the cricket on the iPad and Talking Town uh, on the other device. So Talking Town will keep you awake while the cricket will send you to sleep. I know Crunch is probably already asleep in the VIP VIP room. Um, so yesterday, Town, three points. Paul Cook's first winner's manager. I had to think about that one. <laughs> to, I nearly said Lee. Let's bring him in. Now. Corporate crunch. I thought that was a one-off, that music. Nah, not while you look like that, son. So, it's Mother's Day. Your flat platform is yours. I'm sure you want to wish your mum a happy Mother's yeah, Day. Um, uh, my mum will be watching. Um, thank you for everything that you do for me and that you've done over the years. And, um, yeah, my wife as well. Happy Mother's Day to her. Uh, yeah, Callie, I've got the cricket on, mate. Cricket on the iPad. Uh, Joss Butler out for zero. There you go. Ah, right. So you've been obviously promoting the podcast all week. We we thank you. We salute you. We love you. I know people have criticised you, but we'll skirt <laughs> past that. We are now on Crunch one nine five three. We have broken over the halfway mark. Come we are on. literally on the downward slope. Forty seven more. And also, if we get a hundred likes on today's show, smash the like button. We're going to do a live watch along with all the Talking Town crew. On yes, Tuesday we night. are. Yes, we are. Another big game, Fleetwood away. Um, yeah, huge game. Fleetwood have actually picked up a quite a few decent results over the last couple yeah, of weeks. They're in good form. They drew nil nil, didn't they, yesterday in the derby at um, Blackpool? So tough game. Tough they will game, view. Though. They will view us if they beat us. They will think they're in the playoff run because they're not a million miles away. Um, I think there's quite a lot, Martin. Who probably did say. If no they can way. get a run, if they can get a run together, it's like I've seen this morning. Kenny Jacket, he's lost his job at Portsmouth, which Same, not really not great news, is it? It's they're not doing very well, uh, but I think that was sort of in, inevitable. They lost lost yesterday, didn't they? The um, Papa John's final from last year to Salford, so it'd be uh, interesting to see um, who they go for. Hello, Ben King. Absolutely, legend. Yeah, but if they, if they beat us, Crunch, which they won't, obviously, but they're only four points behind the playoff right yeah you know, that's not a million miles away uh right we've got somebody else joining us of course as always he is our resident media mogul um although today technically probably classes as the as the apprentice right right like technically yeah. he's, the, he's the media apprentice he, today he is today he is isn't he 
I'm, I can't on. find his. I can't find his intro. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> He's not. At- Media Apprentice. He's in the room. You're in your- <laughs> How are we doing? You all right? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Obviously, uh, Paul Cook's first one yesterday. We'll, we'll get into that in a second and get your thoughts on it. But, uh, it's Mother's Day. I'll, I'll hand it over to you, Matt. Yeah, I've been running around with flowers today. My mum, my wife, the mother-in-law. It's been like a florist around here. So this is a nice welcome relief. <laughs> Absolutely. But, yeah, Big shout out to all the mums. Big shout out to all the mums. Part of the Town community. 100%. Uh, Paul Chapman says, I swear I'm the only footy fan who hates the bloody cricket. No, Paul. You're not. Because I don't. <laughs> don't worry, Paul. Either. We can teach you. There is hope for you yet. Anyway, Matt, we need to get Matt a little bit of love in the chat because he feels a bit left out, doesn't he, Martin? Everyone's tweeting and they're tweeting me and you and they forget about him down there. Come yeah. on, give Matt some love. Yeah. Forget about who? Yeah. I, need, I, need, I need to bring him in. I didn't see him down there. I didn't even <laughs> see him. Didn't even have any music ready. No, I couldn't find it. I'm de- I'm deeply, deeply sorry. Now, before we bring in our our, our our fourth member of today's team, we have got our Ko-Fi links, which you can support the show. We had a big run in it yesterday evening. Um, must be something about don't 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 drink and tip, something like that, you know? Because it was some Saturday night. My email suddenly went, bing, 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 and people were were obviously donating. So thank you ever so much. Uh, I haven't got an intro for our fourth member because this is technically her second appearance. So you You'll need to have, you've got to get three to get an appearance, uh, an intro. But without further ado, is of course Sky Sports and CNN legend, Kate Riley. Kate, hello. Hello. Thank you so much. Happy Mother's Day um, to you three. Well, more like your wives. <laughs> Thank you. I know it's been a very challenging year, what with homeschooling and all of that. So, and uh, happy Mother's Day to my mum and mother-in-law. I know mum will be tuning in from Ipswich and my mother-in-law will be tuning in from Philadelphia. So, always support. Oh, nice. Global. Properly global, that. This is it, you see. Talking towns going worldwide. Even the Martians are probably tuning in somewhere. So, uh <laughs> We're going, we're going intergalactic. So, yesterday, uh, Plymouth, a 1-0 victory for Paul Cook's men. Where do you want to kick off with, with, with yesterday's capture? Matt, what did you make of it? Because I know you're somebody who's not celebrated a lot of wins over the last couple of, of weeks. So, you must have been dancing around the, uh, the uh, Phillips Towers. Yeah, yeah, I was well happy with that win. I mean, that was unbelievable how at the start, wasn't it? <laughs> Which I yeah. think probably contributed to the fact that Plymouth didn't turn up, did they, for that first... 15, 20 minutes. I mean, they've made some unbelievable areas. It was, almost, it was almost like they were just gifting us the game. Well, they gave, gave, gave us the goal, didn't they? That Adam Lewis back pass. What was he thinking? Right he the had box. a shocker, didn't he, Matt? The first half hour, he yeah. gave the ball away more times yeah. than Chambers did. He was better than our midfield, wasn't he? Lewis, with that assist. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was great. It was a good win. We just held on, didn't we? The, the performance the kind of dropped off. As the, the, the performance dropped off as the game progressed, didn't it, really? I suppose we were lucky maybe not to to come away with a point but we got all three and that's all that's all that matters in the end isn't it but but I mean I still feel like you know we said this early at Christmas Kate right I, I feel like Swinch Cook should have come in was around Christmas time he didn't come in at Christmas so maybe he should have come in before that Blackpool game where we had a week for him to work with the team because he like alluded to himself he hasn't had a chance really to work with the team yet because we're doing Saturday Tuesday Saturday Tuesday constantly so um it's gonna take a while for him to get his style Going, it felt like a Lambert win. In all honesty, it felt like the cloud of Lambert was still hung over Portman Road. Oh, is it still there? Wash your mouth out with soap, will you? <laughs> get, look at this, Kate. Look at this. Oh, no. It's still this not been. This is shocking. Oh, do you want me to do my go early? Can I do my go early, Martin? You can do your go if you like. Yeah, I got a feeling. I've got to know what it is. That man there. That man there is my goat. Not the greatest of all time. That man up there. We we've had a we had a um, donation. We we raised some money, Kate, Kate, for Suffolk Mind to get the poster burned. Two hundred pound we've burned, and he's still like a kid with a you know them blankets you used to have when you were a child to get you to sleep, and then your mum in the end had to to wean you away from it, and then you cried about it, and that's like him up the top there. 
Are you going to let it go after that five-year contract expires? <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not even in good condition. I mean, look at the state of it. It's that's, a, that's a bloody good idea, that is, though, isn't it? That's another three years. Look. He's, he'll be like David Moyes. He'll be like David Moyes getting still paid for Man United when he was I like never that had a deal. I never had a teddy bear as a kid. All right, look, this is this is like this is my comfort blanket on, on, on a match day. You know, go. it reminds me of good times that we had for about six months. But yes, no, it has got to go. Once I finally sit down with my wife and say hello, who are you? We'll talk about. Um, how we go about burning it. I did mention it yesterday and she said, are you going to do that? We've got, we've got artificial grass, which is a fair point. We can't set put it in a bucket. Put it in garden. a bucket. Yeah, I think do I might. Well, send it. You can send it to me and I'll do it. Don't worry. <laughs> Richard. Every time I look I at it, I hear the uh, Catherine Jenkins time to say goodbye song in my head. You know, it's just, it's so difficult. I can't. I, anyway, anyway. You're getting yes. far too active about a poster. I know. It's a fellow Lambert, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. For six months, half the Twitter believed he's my dad. Like, you know, trying <laughs> to keep hold of it. Yesterday, the goal yesterday, Kate, Troy Parrott. How many times do we see a striker just not follow that in? He's really worked hard to and earned that goal. To be fair, like, you can see why he's on the books at a Premier League club. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was really nice. I can't think, like, what well, who, who was the last one that we had on loan from Spurs? Giovanna de Santos, that was the last good one. Him, yeah. we've had, yeah, we've had a few because I think Cards Marcus Evans knows Joe Lewis, their owner, quite well. They probably live next door to each other in the Caribbean, Kate. <laughs> that's that's a nice light. Um, yeah, I god, I, I saw this right, like, quite disturbing fact, so um. Or stash, should I say? Okay, so in the first like twenty-five um, minutes, we had like 70 percent of the possession. Then when I went on the BBC Sport website to have a look at like how it ended up, like over the course of ninety minutes, we ended up having less possession than um, uh, um, the Plymouth. Sorry, yeah. and, yeah. uh, and it's so we and it's just like, what's going on there? So I, I know it's early days with Paul Cook, but it would be nice if we could play more than 30 minutes of football. Yeah, I found it interesting <laughs> yesterday, Crunchy. He said, and I'm, I'm going to try and remember it word for word, but forgive me if I'm wrong. When we scored the goal, we're not going to score another one. So basically just sit there, close your eyes and pray. What he said, yeah. He knows there's no real goal for it. I mean, we know why, don't we? We know why. We know why. We know why. But that's not what you want to hear, surely, as a fan or as a player. I'd rather have a manager who's honest. We had to put up with Lambert for so long, telling us how brilliant it was and how wonderful the world is. And now we've got a manager. He tells it like it is. And look at his passion. We all see the little the video when he's walking up the tunnel. Look how pleased he was to get his first win. So, <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. speaks so honest. But Matt, I did send you that clip, Matt. His voice goes up here <laughs> to down yeah. there. It is incredible. Have you heard it, it Kate? Have you heard his interview? <laughs> yeah, I've heard him. I'm surprised he's still got a voice to do a post-match interview. He <laughs> sounds like two different people. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. My, I did. Um, I did cheer yesterday. By the way, Lee, I did cheer yesterday. Just seeing Lee's comment. Yeah, I, I, played, I played it to my wife while I was doing the dinner I'm yesterday. All in. She I'm all like, in on the cook train. I'm all in. Yeah, I know you're all in, but I'm 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 with Kate here. You know, I I want to see a little bit more. I did write a positive column this week in in the paper because uh, I was feeling positive when I woke up and wrote it, and and I, I still think actually yesterday yeah, we didn't ha- we didn't have the, the the bulk of possession, but we did we did do we had to do. And, we, we had a little mm. bit of a spine to us for the first time in a long time, actually. I've, I've often watched Ipswich capitulate under pressure. And yesterday we sort of stood firm and Toto was a big part of that. Yeah. But I just wonder how Drinan feels and how other players at the club feel when you when you hear your manager kind of say, we're a one-goal team. Like, that's... Well, the stats show that, don't they? You only have to look through the season to see that that's correct. But we, that's something we've been going on about all bloody season, isn't it? There's no goals in the team. There was goals at the start of the season because the midfield was kind of rocking, wasn't it? But that's how Goff, had injuries, all those injuries. Um, and it hasn't helped us at all. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm, Hawkins has I didn't help Thursday, us. I did say on Thursday, guys, I think what we need from Cook now is have a solid foundation. We know we're not yeah. going to score many goals, but if we can get a solid foundation and we're going to have to nick a few games 1-0. You know, there might be some games where 
the last 10, 15 minutes, we're nervous. But it's all about getting the points on the board. Sometimes, this stage of the season, it's the business end. It's not about how well we play, I don't think. It's points on the board that we need. I know. Yeah, you say that. but And you, you mm-hmm. talk about Paul Cook's press conferences. Maybe I'm a bit old in the tooth, Kate, but... I remember. I'm. I can remember every manager coming here under a. Oh, isn't he refreshing? Mick McCarthy when he first arrived was refreshing. I remember him coming into a press conference and saying um, about a win and saying, "I've just told my wife in the in the manager's office how great it is to get a win or something along those lines." Paul Lambert was doing three cheers on the halfway line after beating some second-rate team. Is it too early to say? Oh, Paul Cook is such a refreshing change of character around Portman Road. No, but he brings a lot of positivity with a lot of those men that you've just mentioned there. Great managers to begin with, and then it just goes really toxic. So, and I know like a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned we obviously Lambert was still in charge then for all of like another few hours. Um, But yeah, and we were mentioning the toxicity then with Paul Cook, like you mentioned, like his his passion and everything and his just like upbeat nature. I'm just hoping that that lasts a very long time. So he doesn't come, you're right, Kate, he doesn't come across as the kind of character that's going to sort of go into himself, but um, start lashing out the media like a Lambert or McCarthy. He's a very upbeat character. And I think that's probably, he's not known known for having that side. Everyone knew that Lambert had that side because that's happened to every club he's been to. It happened to Mick before, obviously, with Roy. Like, you just, you knew that there were, like, two personalities to him and you never knew which one was you were going to meet. Mm. Um, so. Yeah. Did you ever interview I, I, Roy? I, I... Sorry? Did you ever interview Roy? Oh, I did, yeah. So, um, during my time with Lambert at Norwich, I used to alternate. So, Ipswich home games would be Roy and then the next Saturday would be Lambert. So, that was my football... That was my football reporter education there. And um, here you are. And then here you are, look, with us three. <laughs> yeah. They ended up working no. together folks, at Villa, didn't they? They ended up working together at Villa. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I came out of it unscathed, thank goodness. But Roy treated me differently um, to a lot of my male colleagues. So I know nowadays people would make a fuss about that. Um, but because it was favourable to me, I was just happy to... And yeah. I was young and inexperienced at the time, I was just like quite happy to like get on with it and keep it under the radar. Can you imagine the conversations that Lambert and Keane had as manager and assistant? I've just suddenly had this mental thought about what the room would have been like. Um, crazy, but two stubborn uh, individuals, Renegade Statman. A big jewel out shout out to Kate. <laughs> There we go. So you're already pulling the big guys in to the chat because we've not had Statman in the chat for a couple of weeks. So, you know, it's good to see you, Stat. It's good to see you. Yeah, Uh, happy Mother's Day to his family as well. Uh, Yes, I've seen him getting into a few Twitter spats over the last 48 hours. They're always interesting. Um, But back to yesterday's game. I'm just a bit... I'm I'm not quite in on the Paul Cook refreshing hype yet. I want because as Kate says, it goes toxic. But why does it go toxic, Crunch? Because in the end, the football club's got no money, and in the summer we're going to have 15 <laughs> oh. players, and again, no money. I had that conversation last night with some someone on Twitter about Nor- It was it's about Norwood. I sort of tweeted. I don't know if you see it. Um, I think a lot of people have. I'll get rid of him in the summer, uh, and then it got. And then I said, look, it's going to be the same. I've said it, I think I said it Thursday. He's only working. I still don't think Cook's come in to work under Evans. He can come out in a press conference and say, I've come here to work with Marcus. He's saying, look, he's going to drop them lines out. But football managers must talk, Kate. They they know what kind of owner Marcus is. This is where, this is where Paul Lambert, it, two and a half years, he's... And then he's come out and thrown the owner under the bus where he came in. He must have known what the model was he was working under. This is where I don't think it really adds up if Cook's come in to work under Evans. How do we know that potentially new owners haven't got on the phone to Paul Cook? That's all we're hoping. How do we know? How do we know what we don't know what they're promising? We don't know how much money they have to invest. Um, 
yeah, I mean, look, anyone that's like out of a job to have the Ipswich job would be amazing, right? It's just an amazing club and all the heritage mm. and everything. It, it would be a hard sell for me to work under Evans. Um, you do have to wonder like who else is on the phone to Cook giving him reassurances. Yeah. And Cook, mm. was the only, Cook was the only name mentioned, Matt, in the athletic breakthrough when uh, Matt Slater. Yeah. Yeah. Matt was, I mean, Matt's been spot on so far, hasn't he, with all, everything he's said. Um, I mean, it, I mean, Phil reported that, well, The Guardian actually first reported it. That's why Phil eventually had it in that article that was down below. We were talking about it. You called it buried, didn't you, right? And in the, in one of the articles. But he, he just thought it was common knowledge that, um, you know, it's on the table at the EFL for rubber stamping. So keep my yeah. fingers crossed. It's all, gone, it's all gone quiet, but, you know, maybe maybe it's all the big news is yet to come, you know? Well, maybe Kate is the lucky omen because if she was on the show last time <laughs> yeah, when Lambert yeah, went hours exactly. later. I better clear the schedule for this evening because we're getting yeah, the have an early dinner. Have an early dinner well, tonight. We, we are, we are. I'm picking up the race that fall. Oh, your so poor wife. Turn your phone. You, know you know what time he has dinner, Kate? <laughs> ridiculous. Not nine-ish normally. Yeah, oh, it's quite late. See, it's even quite Kate late, says what? It's ridiculous. Yeah, six o'clock on the dot in my house. Well, we're all intermittent fasting, so we have to oh, end our nice. eating by certain times. Um, yeah. George just messaged the show just saying, have I ever interviewed Evans? So the answer is no. Um, I think the BBC, when I was working for them, put in a request to interview him. And then at the time, I, he was all anonymous. But honestly, um, George, if I, it's only been like the last of two or three years that if I saw him in the street, I might recognise him. But other than that, I wouldn't mm. know who he is. And, you know, I, that's sort of coming from a town fan as well as a, a football journalist. Um, so I think um, I think the company I was working for had put in a request to interview him and it came back a no. And so therefore I wouldn't be at liberty as an individual to ask for the interview, sadly. So. Let me add him. Give well, me half an hour. Like, it was interesting <laughs> in um, Dara's, if you listen to Dara's pod this week, he was um he brought up the the Evans he, he said he had, he asked him to come on there and he and he turned him down but when you've got other owners of football clubs talking about it as well so that says to me something is going on yeah well, it is. Yeah. And, we, and we know it is and we know it is um I, look, I've got no problem with Marcus in the sense of I don't think when people say he doesn't care I disagree I think after 13 years and 100 million quid you can't help but care I mean if his kids for example I don't know his family situation but if his kids are 14 15 16 they've his grown daughter's up as a big town fan there you go his daughter's a big town fan so I don't doubt that his heart's in the right place I just don't believe in the plan the voice or the budget and that those three things are the most key things a football club needs yeah. and you always feel like we're a second thought you know like in in his empire Ipswich Town is the third or fourth on the list, and it should be number one because football does not sleep. It's always been a weird. It's always been a weird situation. I think once, once you know, fingers crossed, the takeover goes through, we'll look back on this period and think to ourselves, it was really weird. You know, the guy came in from to take over from Sheepshanks, who was, as Kate will know, was so charismatic and loved speaking to the media, to go from that to someone who didn't know what he looked like for six, seven years, wouldn't do any media, barely speaks to his own media team. To speak, to speak to the fans. It's all very odd. Oh, well, that's interesting, Matt. When you say about the media team, and look how, since Lambert's gone, how they've sort of jumped in there. Now they're releasing how many iFollows we've had. They've done... Yeah. Um, they yeah. even said yeah. for, the, um, for the Lincoln game, they've sold over 3,000, yeah. which is the first time I think they've ever sort of come out and said that. Yeah, but Lambert doesn't yeah. control that narrative. Yeah, but that's not Lambert. You're again lumping Lambert in with things that really are nothing in his weird group. coincidence, though. It's a weird coincidence. Suddenly, that information because Rich has been calling for that all season because we yeah. saw Cambridge doing it in other clubs. So, Rich, well, you know what we are we were doing when we never come out. Lambert goes, suddenly, you got the information, mm. right? So, and right, journalists so unbanned, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was big. That, that that was it for me. Yeah, getting Phil back in that yeah. in that press conference. You did a poll yesterday, Crunch. I don't like Twitter polls often because I'm not on the receipt of the winning side. But that's not to disagree with them. Even Callie's got one. What was Callie's poll? We are getting to him in a minute. Not Callie. I did say to Callie. I did actually with, with tongue in cheek. I did say you haven't got enough followers to be doing polls because obviously I've got more, and I. <laughs> 
I was only winding him up. I was only winding gonna, up. If we're going to measure Twitter followers, there's only one winner. I'm leaving, I'm leaving the room <laughs> yeah. now. There's no point. It, it isn't me. It isn't you. And it isn't the apprentice. It's, it's, we're it's not even combined. Um, exactly. <laughs> the poll, the man of the match poll. The man of the match poll. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, the, was the official, the town um, official poll, they had Troy Parrott winning it comfortably. Mm. And I said him. I said Parrott. Me too. Uh, it was good but I think, oh, well. like you said, Martin, um, people score a goal and they give a man in a match. Mm. Which so we had um, right. James Wilson won with thirty-one uh, percent. I know um, Mike Brown. If you're in the chat, you probably won't agree with that, but he got thirty-one percent. Toto and yeah. Kenlock got twenty-nine percent each. So Wilson's woeful. Weird that because Mick well, Mills was blame- Mick Mills was blaming Wilson as that second centre half for all those crosses that were coming in. He said, "Where is he?" Stopping the cross in the first place. Well, that's that that's the Lord. That's Chambers, isn't it? Kate, who was your man of the match yesterday? Excuse. Just like great to see him. <laughs> what? Hang on. Hang on. Whoa. 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 Wait. Wait. Oh no. Cole is your man of the match. No. Why? What's wrong with that? Oh dear. Talk, talk me through this because this, this is going to be an issue going forward. Okay. How was, it, how was your man in the match? Okay. I just thought having him back, he was solid. He added stability. I'm with you. Like, okay, you score a goal. I find that annoying sometimes that the, the goal scorer is always the man of the match. Or like, if you That's lose a game, oh, it's the goalkeeper's fault. I just, thanks, Robert. I just spout. <laughs> Oh, look at Mike Brown. Look at Mike. Put Mike Brown's comment up. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh thanks, Mike. Mike Freak. makes it all better. Um, yeah, and I'm old school. Like, yeah, great for Troy. Really pleased for him. Amazing. Great confidence builder. Awesome. Gives Paul Cook his first win. Great, great, great. But, um, <laughs> yeah, just old school. Excuse. Uh... Welcome back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. This will be the last oh. time I'm invited on. <laughs> yeah, no, it will. No, it will. I see something <laughs> last night. I see something last night, Martin, that might make you laugh. So I think it, I could use this analogy. So Flynn Downs, it's like going to bed with Michelle Keegan and then waking up with Susan Suzanne Boyle. <laughs> Cruncher. Yeah, Come on, man. That's Mother's not. Day crunch. You can't be using that. <laughs> Kate's oh. got to learn. Come on, you got to learn when you're on here, Kate. Uh, right. Really? Martin hates skews. Hates a strong word, but I do not like cold skews. No. Um, Manager, so. Managers like skews. Cook said in the interview, didn't they? Yeah. Skews and chambers. I mean, no, no, they come sort of as a pair. Don't Let they? me translate but this they, for you. They're, they're dependent, aren't they? Managers like a, a low pair of hands, trusty pair mm. of hands. Let me translate this for you. Cole Skews and Luke Chambers don't knock on my door and come into my office and ask me a lot of questions during the week. I love them. They're fantastic. There you go. I've translated how good they are in the dressing room. Look at, look, look at the old Tottenham documentary. You don't want a Danny Rose, do you? You don't want somebody who's oh. constantly in the office. Like, yeah, it just gets cool. tiresome. <laughs> yeah. It just gets tiresome, right? Yeah. Um, as Kate's brought up Cole Skews, we'll come back to the Madden Match poll in a second. Let's get into Cole. Everyone talks about Cole Skews as if he was an 18-year-old youth prospect breaking through, and in five years' time, he's going to be a really good player. The problem is, he's 35? Is it 35? Four, I think. Yeah. Oh, my mistake. 12 months. 34. He's at Newport's 42. He's got years left in him. But, but he doesn't <laughs> offer anything. Cole also, we're not- League One. Because of players like Cole Skews, I'm going to say it. Yeah. I'm going to go there. <laughs> Like, you, you Cole Skews, right? And I, everyone can have the, they, who they like, and that's fine. But he, he can't pick a pass. He can't header. He can't shoot. The dog agrees with me. Like, what does he... See? What does he offer? What does he offer, Matt? Tell me what he offers. Well, I mean, where do you get this? He can't, he can't find the pass and all that from. How many that times you sat there and watched the killer ball? How many times you sat at Point Road and watched the killer ball from Cole Skews? Well, well, not in the last year or so, obviously. Um... I mean, look, Ski, look, you can't, he's, how many appearances has Ski had? Was it 200 and something? 200? 275, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's been, you know, he hasn't got those appearances by Aston Martin. Managers have rated him. Okay, he's getting a little bit older. 
But what? who cares? As long as he can do a job and he come in like Kate he come in did did a job yesterday, had a couple of interceptions and did a block and, you know, he contributes in a week. 74. Midfielders have to do more than just stand in the position and water carry. Well, you can't, you can't base on half hour, can you? Did you see Stuart Watson's tweet? And there it is. The first Cole Skews <laughs> interception high up the field. Least. Look, look, I can see where you're coming from, mine. I, I can see where you're coming from. But at the minute, he could be... Look, I'm not his biggest fan. He could come in very handy because I think we see yesterday, we played over the first half an hour when Flynn Downs was on the pitch. We were a different team. When he went off injured... And Teddy Bishop, who came on, who, in my opinion, he's one of the most overrated players in a town shirt for years. They're still going on about the cross for J-Tab. That was 2014. Seven years. Seven years. What has he done at the football club? He's been injured a lot. He came on, and him and Andre, we see them two last week when um, Mm. they were in midfield at Gillingham. Got absolutely beaten up in that game. Them two... They, can, they can't play gonna beat anybody up. Yeah, but excuse, look, I think we're going to need his experience now, Martin, because Flynn, if Flynn's done his hamstring, he's going to be out. That's going to be five or six weeks. Mm. Who are we? Who else are you playing? Is Emir Hughes, Hughes coming back into the fold? Why do you need experience for? You've got Luke Chambers, James Wilson, both experienced players. Toto Enciara at this level is an experienced player. I'm You've saying in that role, in that player. role with Dizelle, who are you playing in there if you don't play Scoose? To be honest with you, yeah. probably Teddy Bishop. Probably Teddy no, Bishop. Because no. this football club benefits longer term if Teddy Bishop comes in, plays 15 games, because first of all, he's played 15 games. That's huge for Teddy Bishop. Secondly, if he finds a bit of form, you may have captured something. Like, does this football club win long term if Cole's 15 did games? Did you just say 15, 15 games? It's huge for this football club out of Teddy Bishop. It's probably six game season. You're going to give him a third of the this season. This is what's wrong. This is what's wrong with the mentality of half of our fans. They're still yeah. on about Scoose. They're still on about Chambers. And I said they should have gone after relegation. They should have done. But now, Martin, we've got to look short term. We've got to look short term. That's what Paul Cook's looking to at the minute. All them people out there saying Chambers shouldn't be in the team. He needs him in the team at the minute. He needs his experience. And he not, people won't like, might not like this. You won't like it. He needs Scoose at the minute. I can't believe I just said that. But we need Scoose at the minute. We do. What are you saying? <laughs> one one Kate Riley appearance where she where she praises Cole Skews and Cruncher is doing more U-turns than the Prime Minister. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm just I, saying thought I, had a, I thought I had an ally in you, Crunch. I feel like I've just been cast aside and I've been drifting in on my own. Minute. But can he play Saturday, like, Tuesday? Probably not. I don't like mm. I don't like the idea that we keep hanging on our youngsters. I keep saying this, you know. I don't really care if our youngsters make it, Ipswich or not. I want eleven players that are going to get this club promoted. Maybe they might be from the academy. They might be from other clubs. They might be existing squad. It might be people that come in from other clubs. Stop hanging on. They're like, oh, God, Dazelle and Bishop and all that. That system has failed us for 20 years. It's why I've gone nowhere and got relegated. We need to get back into the championship. Give me 11 players that can do that. If they're not academy players, so be it. I'll counter that. When we had Andy Holt on the show, he said players come to Akron and Stanley because they know we've got a small squad and they'll get a chance. They'll get a run of games. They'll be able to get consistent. With Cole Skews in the side, you are blocking Teddy Bishop, who, yes, okay, he's not as young as you would like, but he's done it in the prime of his career. You are blocking Brett McGavin. You are blocking young players from getting that Brett McGavin's run. on loan. Brett McGavin's on loan. Okay, right. You're still blocking and not exactly, players. And not exactly putting up trees at air either. He's not even in the team, is he? But you're still blocking young players. The point still stands. Cole Skews is not the future of this football club. It was Teddy Bishop. <laughs> more, yeah. at, at his age, he's got more of a chance of being the, to be in the future. How many think, games? How many games? If that man's in the chat, how many games has Teddy Bishop played in seven seven seasons? It's only about seventy, isn't it? Not even Also, can we talk about how, how what sort of a recovery time Cole, Cole Lazarus has had? Crunch. Has <laughs> 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 he been out all year? It is funny you should say. It is funny you should say that as soon as the manager. Gets the bullet. Oh look, I'm oh look, I've got my boots. I'm charging around the training ground. Amazing, isn't it? What, what is Brett, I've just seen the comments there. McGavin will be in the squad next year. What has Brett McGavin done that makes everyone think he's a starter? He's in that top eleven players at the club. I've not seen anything that makes me think he's going to be decent. Like oh. I just said, he can't get in the air team. They're in the really championship in Scotland. On Colescuse, you're not going to convince me. But you don't have. But, to I mean, Scott Colescuse isn't blocking anybody, Mike, because Bishop's been around the club for a very long time. 
you know, put in the effort in training and show the manager you're you you you're going to get that shirt. He obviously ain't doing it, is he? I'd rather see him in Hughes than Coles Hughes. There you go. I've said it. Oh my god! No, you go. I've said it. Fancy Hughes. Talking of which, where's that Luke Thomas gone? Is he still at the club? What happened to that guy? James Wilson. Back to James Wilson then. So you didn't particularly rate his performance. How about yourself, Matt? Did you rate James Wilson? Oh, I thought well, you had a decent game. Um, yeah, he did all right, I think. But yeah, I was, I, I, you know, I'm easily swayed by Mick Mills because England captain played, you know, <laughs> played all World Cups. If he says to you, he ain't doing very well on them crosses, you kind of have to sit up and listen. So Millsy thought he wasn't, he was to blame for some of them crosses coming in and not being cleared. Then, but yeah, on the surface of things, he think he, I think he did all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. and obviously he was saved Kate, a lot of times by Miles Kenlock. Now, this football club has had a, a really good run of left backs over the years. You know, Cresswell, Mings, etc. I've never seen a player such as Miles Kenlock recover in the sense of every fan almost didn't rate him. But now he's come back into the side mm-hmm. and he's made that position his own and he's really hit a consistent run of form. You asking me? I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I've got mum brain. Sorry, I was in, I was engrossed in the comments. I'm used to it. It's like I did really well. I did really well on my audition, and now I'm really failing at the job. Keep it here. Keep it here. Keep your eyes. Maybe that's four appearances before Kate gets an intro. Oh God! Look, okay. Send her out alone. Send her out alone. A blue Monday. I'm going to get out of the comments. I love the comments. I love reading them, but I've got to focus on the day job. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep it here, Kate. Keep it here. Keep it here. Oh, no. Oh, okay, How good has he been? Oh, no. Come on. No. <laughs> Guys, you answer that, and I'll, I'll circle back. I need time let's, to let's, compose. Let's I've been very critical of Toto and Kenlock over the last year, and I found myself thinking the other week, Toto and, and Kenlock, two of my favourite players right now. <laughs> you know, I never wish them ill. I never want them to have bad performances. But, you know, I, I feel like they've not played very well over the last year or so. But, yeah, they've been doing really well of late. And it's great. Kenlock seems to have come back with this kind of renewed attitude. Not that maybe he had a bad attitude in the first place. But, he, I don't know, he seems to have more drive to him. He seems a bit more confidence about himself. He gets forward. He's putting a tackle in. He Maybe he's been a bit more vocal on the pitch. I don't know. But he certainly seems to be a more confident characters since he's been on the sidelines that's for sure, which is fantastic to see I think it benefits he, Cook was it, was, it was interesting what he said after the game, he said about partnerships and planning partnerships, now people yeah. wanting, like I said I said on Thursday about the defence, people like get rid of Chambers, solid base keep picking that same back four, that's what you need you need to yeah. be playing consistently together there's no good changing your right back, changing your centre back, changing your goalkeeper we've got 14 games to go now. Listen, let's just stick with what we've got unless they suffer a real bad loss of form or they suffer an injury. We don't need to keep chopping and changing. I don't think Cook will do that. He'll he'll find sort of what works and Mm. then he'll stick with it. Now, I said to Martin yesterday in the full-time show, he doesn't agree. Wilson and Toto, Matt and Kate, they're our best centre-back pairs we've got at the football club. i got to agree at the moment. Don't lie, Martin. I know you want Wolfenden in and long-term... Luke Wolfenden will be back in the side because I think with the way that Cook wants to play out from the back, he sort of fits that mould. But at the minute, if it's not broken, you know, just keep it as it is. Yeah, All right. yeah especially yeah. if we're counting down with 14 games to go. I still... Got... Go on. I was going to say, looking at the league, the league table here, so we're on 33 games, 54 points. Portsmouth right behind us. So we've got them next Saturday if we can beat them. Fleetwood in the week. We've still got a shout getting into automatic, I think. Real good chance with 14 games to go. We've got to keep you've got we've got to put wins together. That's the thing. You've got to put you can't be rocking up and having a Gillingham result. Yeah, you've got four wins at the last momentum. six, Matt, which is decent. Yeah, it is. It is. And you know, Matt Gill takes some credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere has it been written. Nowhere has that been written. Show me where that's been written by a credible source. I've been told by reliable sources. <laughs> that's a good media response, ain't it, Kate? I've been told by reliable sources. Matt Gill was managing that side in the in the dying when, Emma Lambert's regime. And you just don't mention the Norwich connection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll keep that under wraps. We absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I I don't disagree that 
maybe Wilson and Toto formed a decent partnership. I just long term, if I had the consortium in charge and I knew we were getting billions oh, yeah. and billions of money, I couldn't care because like, you're going to replace half the team anyway. But right now, mm-hmm. James Wilson's not going to go for a couple of million quid and, and we no. have to reinvest that money back into the squad. Wolfenden doesn't get better sat on the bench playing his Game Boy. You know but the fact is, he was built, yeah, you're right. But Wilson was only bought in really as a stopgap, wasn't he? When it was in NCR, got injured in Germany on that pre season, yeah, that so he was in as, and he's built in as cover. And then suddenly, you know, whatever happens in football, now he's a mainstay character. It's the same with Drinnen, you can't be blaming Drinnen that he's out of his depth up top when he was just, you know, McCarthy got him in on a punt, I think. And now he's getting picked. They're gonna say, Don't pick me, is it? He's gonna say, Right, I'm in the game. You can say, arguably. Arguably, do. James Wilson is Paul Lambert's best signing. That's a sad, that's a <laughs> well, sad. It's, it's Kane, isn't it? Kane's the best signing. And he's played nine games. I'm I've got some stick the... for saying we should stick with him. And what are nine games they were? <laughs> I'm dropping the link in the chat. We are going to have more people on the Extra Time Show tomorrow night. We'll, I'll, I'll allow three people, the first three people, onto the show to have their say. Um, the remainder will be tomorrow night live at 8.30. But Kate, Matt, Matt, uh, who have we got on? I have got Robbie D, Sid Driver, and the legend that is Mark Tuxford. We've got 18 likes. Come on. Come on. We need another 82 likes to do a live watch-along on Tuesday. How is that not being liked more? That sounds amazing. Do it, Amanda. It's a bit late for me personally, but, yeah, I'll give give it a like. And then you've got a 7.45 kickoff as well, isn't it, everybody? Not a 7. With all your Thanks. followers, Kate, I expect it to be smashed within 30 seconds. You know? <laughs> Just get it out of here. Look, I didn't buy them, okay? Contrary to popular belief, I didn't buy them. Well, there you go. <laughs> Talk about Drinnen. Uh, yesterday, the strike force of Parrot and Jackson. How did they play for you, Kate? Because Jackson had a really guilt-edged chance that he perhaps should have scored. He's got to take chances mm. when they come, right? Yeah, but don't you feel like that's kind of... We say that a lot about Ipswich. They just don't take their chances. I just hope Town, with the new change in manager at this time of the season, I just hope that we go on a really nice run. You know, like a lot of teams, they start off really well and then this is when they sort of go and decline. And then those that get promoted, I feel, like find their kind of peak, like they start building and find their peak. I don't know, maybe these two and Parrot now with newfound confidence go on and just build on this and then that'll be nice and we could... I liked it as a striking option. I was going to put a bet on for both of them to score. Um, yeah, I feel like they can, I feel like those two are going to probably gel together more than maybe Parrot and Norwood. Um, I'll, I'll be gonna, I mean, <laughs> Rich was, me and Rich were talking that Norwood's got like this non-league mindset. And I said last week, which is not a surprise, really, because he spent most of his career around League Two. In fact, he spent most of his career in the non-league. But I feel like Parrot and Jackson's a really good little partnership there. But, I mean, Jackson's, Jackson was cast away to the under-23, so he needs to get a bit more momentum in. Should have scored. Should have scored, Crunch. He's, got, score. Score. he's got to score yeah. those. Yeah. Jackson? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Look, he's probably a bit rusty, but I still... Look, you've got to put them chance. But Parrot's somebody. I could, have, I could see him coming back again next season, maybe... He's not going to get in Spurs team. He could play in the championship. Well, he's played there for Millwall. Um, as for Norwood, like I said, I know I'll get a lot of criticism. Norwood's 30 now. He's got a year left on his deal. Um, it's a bit like like we said in the chat last night. He's He reminds me of Jet, J. Emmanuel Thomas. All the talent in the world, mm. but just don't, they don't, I don't know. I'm not saying they don't put their mind totally to, to football. That'd probably be a bit unfair. But look what happened with Jet. Mick, out you go. I can mm. see in the summer, Paul Cook getting rid of Norwood. Norwood won't play higher. I want someone who's younger. We can yeah. develop, can play at a high level, and if needs be, sell on for a profit. So I love you. Yes, hungrier. That's, that, that is a good word to yeah. use, I feel. Hungrier. Maybe like the lad on the bench yesterday, Martin. Jeff Cott. What way he didn't start? Yeah. He's a top scorer, isn't he? Started on the bench. That's but he didn't play What's that? Not scored in eight. Oh, is he not? He's got how many yeah. goals? He's got eighteen. He's got eighteen. He's got 18 more goals. Yeah. I do love he's it only... when 
when Cruncher tells me my opinions back to me, though, Matt. Like, I, I do enjoy hearing my own opinion said back to me as if it wasn't mine. It's like, oh, I've heard that somewhere before. Oh, what? That's a good one. About the Jet one and Mick McCarthy. Because yesterday, Paul Cook said, Paul Cook, boom, said about how you want, you know, to be a pro player, you've got to eat it, breathe it, live it, be it. You've got to be super fit. And I just yeah. thought the more he spoke, yeah. the less I heard of certain players in our squad. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean without saying that's no. amazing. He's talk, He is talking to members of the squad, I believe. Yeah, 70% of games he played last year from Statman and yeah. 54% this season. That's not good enough. We need people who can no. who can be on the pitch more than they're in the treatment it's room. Quite, it's not quite gelling for him here, is it? It's not quite working out. He was never injured at Tranmere. Now he's injured all the time. He probably needs to go back to Tranmere. Get, send him to, back to Tranmere for a nominal fee. That's probably more of his, you know, spiritual home, I feel. He seems to have an affinity still with him. Is he 30? Yeah. He is 30. You see, I, I'm a big American football fan, and a lot of American football analysts always say, once you get soft, you know, once, once you get injuries at a certain age, yeah, you need to sort of buy a beware, because you're on that sort of trajectory of... You're going to keep Stephen Ward. You said about Stephen Ward, mine. He ain't going to, you know, yeah. he hasn't really featured since he got injured at... When did he get injured, MK Dons? Yeah. Barely featured since. Yeah, it's very true. Our first three—it's going to be Mike, Rob, and uh, and Stephen. That's the three that came up first. So George and Stuart, you're first on tomorrow night. Um, you need to be click quicker with that clicker. You see, you've got to get in there quick. Um, yeah. it's, 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 oh, oh, he's smiling. So I'll bring him in first. Look, it's the fisherman. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been laughing. Hello, Kate. How you doing, darling? All right. Hello. Lovely to have um, you on. Oh, you Jim made my day with that skews. Um, man in a match. That was brilliant. Crunch's face. I didn't know whether he was going to cry or whether he was going to. Yeah, I was, was just about to take him out for the drink. Not Mike. I nearly spat it out. I've got coffee here, and I'll tell you what. I'm so glad I weren't drinking it. That'd have gone everywhere. Martin Crunch is about ready to ban me. <laughs> <laughs> if that had been me said that, he'd have kicked me off the show. You know that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would have done. You're absolutely right. right. I almost kicked Kate off the show, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, oh, hey, hey, Mike, so, Mike, so we've got Downs out. So who plays in that position Tuesday at Fleetwood then? Who are we putting in? Um, well, we've only got one holding midfielder, haven't we, really, at the club, and that's probably Skews. Yeah. And, you know, as as much as, I mean, I can't believe how much of you turned, Cruncher. That is shocking. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 360. That was like a John Nolan 360, that was, Mike. That was a what? Like a John Nolan 360. Oh, no. You did that with style, mate. John Nolan doesn't do it with style. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think uh, yeah, we, we need a holding midfielder. And I, I did say that if Scoos had been fit at the start of the season, that would have been the ideal player to play in that position. Um, he's not going to push any many of the other players out. Bishop is is far too much forward thinking. So is Dizel, uh, you know. And you know, defensively, we haven't been brilliant all season. I'm still worried about the amount of goals we're we're scoring because I mean, Parrot took his goal well yesterday. He sort of got in there, you know. And but yeah, I mean, people are slate Jackson, but let's be fair. The boy's been out, you know, in. Um, in the in the reserves because of falling out with Lambert and stuff, but well, look, we got a point yesterday. We got three points yesterday, uh, and we were a bit lucky in the second half. I felt they were a little bit on top of us, but we we got mm. three points. But we do need to put these teams away. I said to you yesterday, Cruncher, didn't we, on WhatsApp? You know, the um, we should have buried them within the first twenty minutes. I would have said twenty minutes, half an hour, because they were they were really all over the place, and that was probably the best thirty minutes I've seen us play all season. Yeah, game should be like, over after half hour, Mike. I oh, felt yeah. like they—it was one of the worst away performance starts. I think I've seen it from a row for about a decade. They were awful, weren't they? So why, I don't understand them for sixty minutes. Why did we allow them back in? I think like, if you start like that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mindset, Kate. I really do. I think it's become our yeah. mindset. You know, the players, Paul Cook's come in and, and I've been a bit worried because I'm not a great fan of playing one up front. I don't like that. I think it just, you don't get enough goals scoring like that. And you look at all the great managers and the great teams, you know, that have got promoted from the lower leagues and in the Premier League and that. They've all, even Funny. in Europe, have always... When we get to my crunching tackle, Mike, I, I've done it with um, you in mind this week. So keep watching. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm good at watch. Don't worry. But yeah, but you know, Paul Cook, you, you know, the, the enthusiasm. He, I think he's probably the most enthusiastic manager we've had in a while. I love listening to him. He's a proper, proper lads lad type manager. And I just he think, is, yeah. you know, I think the players. If we could get players in, we do. We desperately need Evans to sell the club. Evans has had 13 years, and we've just been in demise. Yeah. Every um, you know, yes. Does but people ask him, does he care about the club? You don't invest that kind of money if you don't don't care about the club. But at the same time, you, it really has got the wrong people helping him and running. You know, running yeah. his his football for him. It, you know, so if we could sell, if Evans can sell to this consortium. You know, um, and maybe just get even if we get fifteen million pounds. You know, if we don't go up, we get fifteen million pounds. We do go up, we get fifteen million pounds. I think fifteen million pounds will keep us in the championship. Be a lot more than that, I'd expect, mate. No, well, not American consortium. I think if we wanted to get promoted out of the championship, we're probably looking about fifty million, aren't we? Really? Yeah, a few a few shrewd decisions. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. On that, the holding midfielder role, Matt. I've got a little bit of a wild card for you. How about Mark McGuinness? Do you know, I was thinking that myself. Yeah, he has got history of playing at kind of CDM. Because I'm into FIFA now, aren't I? CDM. CDM, we call it. Uh, so he's, he's got, he's got uh, experience playing in that role. It'll be a long break experience, but he can play there. So, yeah, I was thinking that. Could Nydam play into that midfield? I mean, no, he's coming back. I mean, what is Nydam? I can't even remember what Nydam's key position is these days. He plays on the left and he's left-footed. He's played left-footed. Oh, left yeah, but McGuinness could be a shout, you know. He could be a left back, aren't they? From memory, I think every time I've seen him on it in a training yeah, scenario, he's true. always played at left back. Mike, appreciate you as always. Time's ticking on. Good to see you, Mike. What's up, man? And Stephen, Aaron oh, Drinnen, yeah. criticised yesterday, uh, mostly by me. I'll be honest. Uh, where were you? Uh, where were you on the Drinnen Parrot Norwood Jackson striker debacle? Well, I, I was seeing some stuff on Twitter this morning, and people were saying Norwood's our best striker and things like that. He is no. In the strike force, we have no. And that's got to be put into context. I've been a fan since 75, and this is probably the worst strike force I've ever seen. Yeah? So if you put it in that context, Norwood is the best striker we've got now. No, he's worse than I could probably name 100 strikers better than any of these that we've got now. Yeah? <laughs> you know, let's put it into context where we are. These are sh shambolic. Yeah? Oh, you nearly swore there. I did, I did. Well, it's trying to be nice for Mother's Day. You know, we were sham the strikers we've got are shambolic. You know, people were turning around this morning. I was having a go, people were having a go on this. I said, well, why don't we sign Jordan, Jordan Rose? Well, Jordan Rose is out of contract. I wouldn't want him, but he's out of contract. We won't pay 30, 40k. Sometimes you have to pay 30, oh, 40k. Yeah. This is a blood, this is an argument. If we went up, we had a contract, yeah, with the chambers where he had to be the highest player at 20,000. So we couldn't, we effectively capped ourselves. That's one reason we came down. We couldn't pay anymore. We couldn't pay. We couldn't. Pay, we couldn't get anyone over twenty thousand. Or Chambers were about to have gone up. Hang on, Steve. Hang on, Steve. I just want to read out what you wrote on Twitter for those <laughs> that maybe hadn't seen it. And then I think Crunch has got some feedback for you on it. Um, Surprising. Yeah. <laughs> I see. So you see, this is what you wrote. I'll read it word for word. I'd rather twenty to thirty players on an upper limit of thirty or forty k a week than 40 or 50 with an upper limit of 20k. You'll get a bigger pool of players and better quality. Cruncher, yeah. what did you feel on when, when, when you read that? What what, what did you gut? Who are, we, who are we paying 30k a week or 20k a week, Stephen? I think people misunderstood what I said. Maybe I didn't write it very well. What about the me. Chambers? I didn't agree with the Chambers comment. Where have you got that Chambers has got a clause in his contract to be he the highest paid player? Because I've not seen that anywhere. When he, got, when he got his 20k a week, yeah, it was reported on TV TV that he had the highest pay. Chambers has never been on 20 grand a week. What world are you living in? He ain't been on 20 grand a week. No way. Of course he has. Look back at his he hasn't. He signed that long-term contract in the championship. He was on 20k. And he had Rubbish. I've never seen it. Send me the... No, when you get off here, send me that story because I've never seen it. All right, all right, all right. Time out, 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 time out. I'm going to use my host authoritative button here, Stephen. Just calm. Let's go again. Let's go again, gentlemen. So that's the point. People are trying to misunderstand. Either read something into what I didn't say. That's why I don't really like Twitter. It gets me weak. Yeah, my thoughts don't necessarily get through to what other people think, or they read something else into it. Yeah, all I was trying to say was instead of having a huge squad on 10, 15,000 a week, 
chop it right down to 25, 30 players who all can't play every week anyway, yeah, and have a bigger wage budget, which we just don't do. We lost the likes of Waggy because we couldn't afford to pay him what he wanted. Correct. You look, you look at the championship. If, if you look at the, bo- the bottom the bottom teams, Wilson will be on the ones who don't pay much. You know, Derby, they spent a lot of money on wages. Yeah, they do well. Too much for the for their owner, obviously. But the point is, you're not going to get the better players in the championship for 20 grand. It just is not going to happen. So you've got to, I don't want to do that way. I'd rather go for the likes of Ben House from Eastland, who's 21, and you could probably get him for two or three grand. I'd rather go that way. But okay. people misread what I meant. Okay, so Kate. What Stephen's saying basically is he'd rather have a couple of players on big money and you fill the rest of the squad out with what you've got than he would say a competitive wage right across one to eleven. Yeah. As a fan, do you do you agree with Stephen Kate, or would you rather actually, you know, we keep a wage budget the same and we we work to that? Um, I think we keep the wage budget the same. I'm sorry, mate. And then we work with that. I don't know. It's just like. I guess from my point of view, I sort of see it as like we need experience. We need some experienced players. So I don't mind those players being more expensive. And then we try and get um, bargains where we can. I know that's like a bit of a gamble. You might sort of look at Ipswich's past record and think, well, that gamble's gone like really bad. And that's probably why we're in League One. Um, But yeah. Absolutely. We do. We do overspend. We Evans does overspend on wages because that price of football on Twitter said for every hundred pound of revenue we spend one hundred and six on wages. So we are yeah. our wage bill is over the top. Yeah, but then you can you, you could say this football club's not good at maximising commercial income anyway. So what really you know that does, that's not a great comparison. It was interesting, Martin. If you watched the did you watch the Matt Holland preview yesterday that they done on the? So it's interesting what he said about when we went to the Premier League on about wages and they got Serini. And they got Fanidi Georgian, and they were being paid more than the other players. So you have to be careful. I think, look, keep it. I'd keep it all the same. I do agree, smaller squad. But at the minute, when we, when we were in the championship, Stephen, we were, I think, the fourth lowest wage payers. So Chambers, I'm sorry, was never on twenty grand a week. No Stephen, way. Stephen, I'm going to move on, ladies and Robert. I appreciate you as always. I appreciate you as always. Um, quickly, did you say Matteo Serini was on big money? Him and Fanidi when they came in. Yeah. Why did Why did Burnley play Marshall then? Why did Burnley play Marshall? Because Serini bottled it when we went to Dagenham. Didn't want to play. Robert, when, you go on, go on, go on, Kate. I was going to say when Peterborough were in the Championship with us, when they had Mikhail um, Smith yeah. and Aaron McLean, that kind of era. I know that players were those Peterborough players were on about four grand a week then. I don't know, like, what that kind of means for us. Um, but, yeah, obviously, like, they scored, like, 100 goals that season. <clears throat> they were on fire. <laughs> and then McLean <laughs> came here and couldn't hit a barn door. Um, <laughs> classic Ipswich. <laughs> classic town. <laughs> but, but I think four grand probably is about League One level now, Matt. Don't, yeah. don't, don't you think that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gone, yeah Cali's probably, probably summed it up quite well there, I think. I think Norwood... I think the maximum's about 10. I think Norwood's around that area i think because i do believe hull tried to get him in hmm. when they were in the championship and he turned we and evan stumped up more wages for him to come here that's what i was told i've never questioned evans is i have questioned evans is a bit to spend money i just question also his way of spending it like if you sent a kid if you sent a 10 year old into aldi of 100 quid you're going to get about a million donuts starburst sweets they're not going to be great it's, it's going to feed you but it ain't going to be good long term like marcus evans's <laughs> use of the budget isn't yeah. always the best. Like James Nord on that amount of money? That not and we me. also, we as supporters, we always kind of like judge an owner on, this, on their transfer spend. A lot of that money is probably going into wages that we don't know about. You're not seeing those big fees. You're not seeing transfer fees being recycled into signing new players. Maybe behind the scenes you are in wages, but we, that, that doesn't make headlines, does it, in papers? Absolutely. Anyway, good day, Robert. You are closer to Kate than we Hello. are. You are based in Australia. <laughs> yeah. We are totally global right now. Thanks a lot, mate. My cup of tea went that way when you mentioned skews. It's over on the carpet. <laughs> there you go, you see. She's part of the show two weeks or, or two appearances and she's already made a uh, absolute splash everywhere. Two yeah. and done, I think. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So, Robert, yesterday, big win. 
Kate obviously wanted more long-term in terms of possession and getting hold of the game. How did you see it? Yeah, we were good for like about 20, 30 minutes, weren't we? And then we kind of let them back in the game. We really needed to put them away. It's really classic Ipswich, you know, getting one goal and not be able to put them far now in the coffin, really. Yeah, yeah. It's the problem we've had all season, isn't it? Well, we've totally had about years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really hope that Cook, because he's going to bring in a new strike force, I'm pretty positive. Yeah. And I think he does like to go to plays that he's worked with previously. Um, I mean, we've got linked to that. What was his name? Windass, the kid Windass. Yeah, Windass. Yeah. Didn't we get he's, last transfer window as well? Yeah, we did. And I think they fell out, actually, at Portsmouth. But, uh, sorry, yeah. at Wigan. But um, there's talk that maybe he's looked at him already. So I think we'll see some people that he's worked with previously come into this team. Absolutely. But, but, but I actually found that Drinan actually did play reasonably well yesterday. And yes, look, some good touches. He should have, have had an assist to a judge like landed in my backyard. Well, that's how bad he missed. Crunch yeah. said it bobbled. Come on. He, he should have been buried, a little bit. I'm, t- I'm giving him a... It's still landed in my backyard, Crunch. That's how bad yeah, it was. He, yeah, he should have scored, but I'll, I'll, I'll let him off on that one. He's had a hard week. He's had a hard week, Judge. Come on. Yeah, yeah. At least yeah. on But yeah, you know, he's had a bad week, so... Absolutely. I'll tell you what, though. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Drinan there. I, I didn't think he added much to the game, but I, I agree to disagree and everything. The same with Skews. Um, I really do. But yeah, I, Rob's probably right. Again, it's not, it's not Drinan's fault, is it, that he's getting picked? Mick McCarthy got him on the pub from Scotland, my fault. Ireland, and now they're playing yeah. him. You ain't gonna, yeah, you ain't going to say no, are you? But back to that window sling, that seems such a lazy link to me. It's almost a, it's almost a clickbaity link. Like, Player A, a player A played with played with manager A. He's just gone there, could have a bit of money in the summer. There we go. We'll link them together. We'd ignore the fact they probably fell out and maybe have still don't like each other. We don't know that for sure. But it seems like a lazy sort of. Maybe could be. You hear a lot here, say, aren't you? Well, it's the same as the leagues over here. Like because obviously A League, they have the same managers all the time, pretty much. A certain manager will go to a club. And that manager always, like normally a striker or a defender will always follow that manager. Yeah. And then same thing, oh, he's going there. And then, you know, a few months later, he's there. He'll take a look at our squad and think, what's it missing? What have I, you, what kind of players have I had previously? And maybe see if they're available. I'm sure that will happen. A he, had Reece James. he had Reese James, Matt, at yeah. Wigan. And Keith, and, and, and Keith Moore. Yeah, and Ivan Tony. My gripe my gripe from yesterday is again Thomas Holy. The balls that, that, that no, just believe it or not, the balls that that Plymouth were putting in late in the second half between the penalty spot and the, the goalkeeper, you've got to be coming. Look at that comment. Look at that comment. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's true though, isn't it? You don't you don't rate Holly really? those balls. You can't just Sit there and watch the ball like he does. We, um, I was chatting with that with this with Hawks and Ross Yates on Twitter yesterday because we were watching that Papa John's. And I've not really rated Holy since we signed him, particularly. And everyone was saying that that Cladkey who was in goal for Salford yesterday was good keeper. Yeah, but I did a little bit of research here, right? I went on Sofa Score to see how Holy is stacking up with the clubs around us. So Holy is averaging about 6.98 on his performances, okay? Ingram at Hull, 6.96. Pim at Peterborough, 6.85. Uh, Palmer at Lincoln, 6.95. And Burge at Sunderland, 6.98. So are we actually being a little bit crit- too overly critical of Holy? Because he's on par with all those keepers that with clubs around us. Who's rating right. those goalkeepers? Like, who's deciding it's, it's a 6.9? How are you getting to that criteria? Because... Oh, I could. I, I mean, it's, you know, Sofa Score is a big stat site, isn't it? So I can only go on what those... those you know, they're marking all the, 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 the teams. But I don't know. Is it because he... Is it because we've got like little gripes about he don't come for crosses, he didn't move for that Gillingham goal, the opener? Is it just those little things that people are just... It's the same thing every week. As a goalkeeper, you should be working on like things that you're weak as, for example. And his weakness is not moving and not coming to the ball. It's not changing. It's not even attempting to. He's indecisive for me. Yeah, that's the word. And you often watch him and he's often either backpedalling quickly because he's decided he's not going to come for the cross or he comes a fraction too late because he's decided last minute he's going to come. And it's, it'll, you know, it's just too indecisive for me. Yeah, um, but is Dyke, is Dyke will know any better? 
we don't know. We've never really given a chance. Uh, but okay, yeah. um, let's round it up. Fleetwood on Tuesday, um, Mother's Day. We all got mothers we want to go and speak to. I'm sure, or or in Kate's case, probably go <laughs> go to sleep. It's probably quite late where she is. Um, she's had her Mother's Day. Uh, so Fleetwood Tuesday night. Are we expecting a win? Robert, kick us off. Yeah, I reckon we'll win. Two one. Yeah. Two one. Okay. Kate, how about yourself? Tuesday. Two 0 we'll win. Yeah, you've unchanged eleven for you, or would you make a few changes? Obviously, Norwood can't be a part of the eighteen because he's in um, Crown Court. Let's uh, let's keep the same team um, and just uh, like um, encourage them to gel the next couple of games. Yeah, it's about getting that rhythm you were talking about and getting that momentum and and being the team that's coming into the back end of the of the season on the up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Matt. Just looking at the score yesterday, say drew nil nil with Blackpool. Um, I think I feel like it could be very similar to the Atkinson game. We might just sneak it two one. It could be one one. I think when we were going through our matches the other week, I said I thought we'd probably get a win there. But yeah, if it's Jackson and Parrot again, I feel like we could do something. But the fact they got a nil nil at Blackpool suggests that they've you know got a fairly good defence there. So we'll see. Hopefully we can sneak it. Hopefully we can sneak it. Crunch. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a great game. Uh, if we're thinking it's going to be um, flowing football, I've, I've seen their pitch not great. Um, look, I'll settle for another one 0 win. I think it's we know what it's like in this league. There's not a lot to choose between a lot of teams. If if you're off your game, look at Gillingham. We got smashed. So I'll go for another one 0 win. Um, Scoose in for Downs. Would it be Scoose? <laughs> Would it be Scoose for you, Kate? Yes. <laughs> excuse for you. But, uh, well, I mean, if, he, if he's got it in his legs, because I don't, I wouldn't rely on Hughes, and I don't know, like Cook rates him either because he hasn't featured in the squad yet. I don't think. So yeah, I'd probably go with Skuza, Yeah, I would. Rob, redeem the show. Would you go with Skuza? Well, sorry, Gav, but who played better, Bishop or um, Skuza? Bishop went missing. <laughs> yeah, he it's did. Yeah. So, so oh. I'm not the biggest fan either, but I'm sorry, mate. It's got to be Skuza. Bishop yeah, went missing. Huh? Four, four people have said excuse. I can't argue with, this, with with that with that number. That's a fair play. Uh, we've got so just to round up the show. We've got thirty-seven likes. We need we're nearly halfway there for the watch along. Although judging by Crunch's comments there about how it won't be a great game, I'm not sure. Yeah, one, two. Yeah, but it's worth coming just to see us, lot, isn't it? Come on. It's totally it's like, like, but... it'd be too early for me. It'd be like four a.m. or three a.m. for me. Yeah, I'm not... Send you along. Send you along. If you've got commitment, man, you that's know, when Rich gets up, though, mate. That's when Rich gets up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every morning, we I have got six, so I might stay up. Get up early. We've got uh, we're four away from uh, what 1960. We're nearly come on, we're closing in, we're halfway towards our 2000 target. Let's keep smashing the life out of that. You can support us on Ko fi, but for today, as it's Mother's Day, Kate, I thank you very much for joining us, Rob. Thank you, thank you very Cheers, much, Rob. Matt. Cruncher, as always, it's a pleasure. Until tomorrow, 8.30, Talking Tanks Time. More of your comments are live. See you then. 